What up, it's your boy Anthony. This is Shelton Has Spoken. I'm going to read a statement and I want you to think about what it sounds like to you. This has to do with the Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard and what's going to happen with Call of Duty. So I'm going to read this statement that Xbox made today. To be clear, Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the team through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue to enjoy the games they love. We are also interested in taking similar steps to support Nintendo's successful platform. We believe this is the right thing for the industry, for gamers, and for our business. What does that sound like to you? We've been debating back and forth, myself, I'm sure you have debated with other people, whether online or in real life, about what's going to happen with Call of Duty. Will it be exclusive or not? What about other Blizzard and Activision properties? Will they be exclusive or not? I want to be very clear about this from the start. I do not think every single game will be exclusive to Microsoft. In the case of Call of Duty, since that one was specifically named, this doesn't sound like a statement that says it's going to be exclusive. And I'm not sure it's a statement that sounds like it's going to be exclusive ever. But people are still out here saying that will be the case. It will be exclusive. You got some people saying, I'll believe it when I see it. Look, at some point, I understand that we have trepidation about corporations and what they say. Totally understand that. They talk out one, you know, they say something and then they turn around and it means something completely different. They are very careful about the wording. We also have to keep in mind that this acquisition has not gone all the way through and Microsoft is doing everything in their power to make sure that the acquisition does go through. So we do have to keep in, that in mind. With that said, though, even with this legalese type of speak, this PR dance around the bush kind of talk, it seems pretty clear to me that the statement within this paragraph demonstrates that Call of Duty will not be exclusive to Microsoft, at least for now, the way it sounds like, maybe ever. It might take on the Minecraft approach. Keep in mind, when, My when Microsoft got Minecraft, that game did not ever go exclusive. Nothing about that game was exclusive. Nothing about that game was, you know, put on Xbox first for a year or anything like that. It was, now everybody's got access to it the same way everybody's had before. And Minecraft has remained successful. Minecraft has remained a moneymaker for Microsoft. Whatever amount that is, it's doing its thing. And so I get the idea at the first part of the paragraph where it says Microsoft will continue to make Call of Duty and other popular Activision Blizzard titles available on PlayStation through the term of any existing agreement with Activision. You know what that sounds like. We're going to keep it exclusive with the existing games. But then it goes on to say, and. There's a period, and then and is capitalized to start the next sentence. So there is that statement. Usually when you have a period, you have made a statement. So the statement is, yes, 
Call of Duty for the next three years. That report's already come out. And other Blizzard properties and Activision properties will be multi-platform per the existing agreements with Activision. So we know that's true. That statement is done. And we have committed to Sony that we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement and into the future so that Sony fans can continue enjoy, to enjoy the games they love. Beyond is the operative word here. What does that mean? That we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreement. That means in the future. So after the three years of Call of Duty, we will also make them available on PlayStation beyond the existing agreements and into the future. That doesn't sound like Call of Duty is going to be exclusive. And yet, when people talk about this, they're mentioning the first half of the statement where they will make Call of Duty multi-platform through the term of any existing agreement, but they ignore the second half, the second sentence. And the justification seems to be, why would you spend 60, you know, $70 billion to make games multi-platform? And this is why I think this is what's happening. We got to change the way we look at games at this point. We got we to gotta change the way we look at the business of games at this point. The way Microsoft and Sony are moving forward with their business is something we haven't seen before. The business of video games is evolving again. We saw that first evolution when it came to DLC and microtransactions. Now we're in the next phase of evolution of the business of video games. DLC is now more often becoming free. Live service is a thing, and you get a lot of free things with that, and you pay for battle passes and other things like that. The business of games is changing. And so, when you look at what Sony did with Bungie, they bought Bungie for $3.6 billion. That's not just for Destiny, that's for other things. And they're going to keep Destiny multi-platform. You don't buy a, a business a developer, a publisher for $3 billion, almost $4 billion to keep your game multi-plat. Well, apparently Sony did. You don't spend $70 billion to keep Call of Duty multi-plat. Well, apparently Microsoft did. That's what it sounds like what's going to happen. And so we have to adjust what Microsoft and Sony are thinking and how we evaluate these moves. And my evaluation is exclusives aren't as important in the future. And the reason why I think that's the case is because look at what Microsoft is doing right now. Yes. Do they want you to buy an Xbox Series X? Sure. Yeah. They're making their business, uh, I guess in, in some ways, they're making it so the Xbox Series X is valuable. The Xbox Series S is valuable. But you know what? If you don't buy those machines, that's fine. 
you can play on PC. And in the future, they're going to make it a way where you can play Game Pass in several different ways beyond console, beyond PC. So, is selling consoles a very important thing for Microsoft? No. No, it's a piece of the bigger pie. Sony is more likely to step into that classic, we're going to have exclusives so we can sell our console. That's the way Sony's operated for a very long time. But now, even Sony is moving beyond that model and diversifying the way they're going to get money. Part of that is live service games, and part of that is, yeah, more multi-platform games, not as many exclusives. We need to adjust the way we think about how Sony, Microsoft, and perhaps Nintendo at some point do business. Because this isn't looking like consoles, selling consoles is going to be the strategy anymore. Exclusives are so important to sell these platforms. Exclusives will be important to sell other things. Like in the case of Game Pass, Microsoft needs some exclusives to make it even more valuable. It's the same thing you see with Netflix, Hulu, and Disney+. Plus. You gotta have your own stuff, HBO Max. You gotta have your own stuff in order to make your platform more enticing. Microsoft needs to do that with Game Pass. Sony needs to do that with whatever they're building. So it's not like exclusives are not important, but exclusives aren't necessarily the means to the end anymore. Because here's the reality of Call of Duty coming to Game Pass and then being exclusive. Not everybody from Sony would be leaving to go play Call of Duty on Game Pass because that's just more money spent and they have to make a decision if they don't have a PC or if they don't have an Xbox, they have to buy something. And maybe they don't want an Xbox Series S. Maybe they would like to rather play it on the Xbox Series X. Oh, but wait, they already have a PlayStation 5. So that problem would be mitigated if they already, you know, if it's left multi-platform. Otherwise, nah, it's we're good. We can figure something else out to play. And trust me, something else will come along that will take up their time. They don't have to play Call of Duty. There's so many people who play Call of Duty just because it's what they do. But if something else came along, or if Call of Duty left PlayStation, they wouldn't follow. So it's not advantageous for Microsoft to make Call of Duty exclusive to Game Pass because it's not going to get them the numbers that they want or at least what everybody thinks they would want. So it doesn't matter here. But that's also not to say every single game Microsoft puts out through Activision and Blizzard will be multi-plat. No, they're going to have some exclusive. Oh, absolutely. They will have some exclusives. But the big guns? Like Call of Duty, maybe even Overwatch, hmm, not necessarily has to be exclusive. Again, look at Minecraft, one of the biggest selling games ever, ever. 100% multi-platform. You could play it anywhere. iOS, Android, PlayStation, Nintendo, and even as my good editor and friend David Burdett mentioned, on our podcast, part-timers podcast on Gaming Trend, Minecraft Dungeons was released multi-platform. Not as big a game as Call of Duty, not as big as game as Overwatch, but still, 
They didn't have to release that game multi-plat at all. That could have been absolutely exclusive. And people could have made a decision, oh yeah, let's I I I have an Xbox or yeah, sure, I could I could do that. Or, you know, I plan on getting an Xbox Series S, sure. Yeah. Or, you know, mom, hey, check yo, like this game I really want to play is on Xbox. Can we get that? Oh yeah, here's the Xbox Series. You see what I'm saying? Like it could happen, but they didn't do it. Why? Because they didn't need to. Same thing with Call of Duty. Do they need to? No. Would it be advantageous for them? Maybe not. Like there's an argument to say. Maybe not. So games are changing. The business of games is changing once again. And the way exclusive work may not be what we've seen in the past. And I think we need to evaluate our thinking about this. Just because a company like Microsoft or Sony buys out another big company like Bungie or even bigger like Activision Blizzard doesn't mean they're going to make everything exclusive because it's, you got you to gotta measure it case by case. That's the way things are looking. We'll see how it plays out. But that's what this sounds like. Subscribe on any podcast app you listen with. And if you'd like to share your thoughts with me, hit me up on Twitter at I am a Shelton. I'll talk to you later.